Angeles. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Hour three on a Tuesday, Sands Tank is at the beach. Uh, we got him represented on the YouTube stream. He's just living his best life, you know, laying out on the sand. Got a little, got a little gut hanging out underneath his shirt. Oh, you got to have a visual representation of Tank, but it is the ESPN draft nerd, Jeremy Green, the intern, Jake, Jake Wilson. I, I do like that we both have Twitter handles that start with the. Oh, I love it. It's, it's very nice. It just rolls right off the tongue. It does roll off the tongue. just rolls right off the tongue. Start of the third hour, same thing every day. You know we're going to do it. It's just a question of what are we going to talk about. It's the Daily Draft. We are the Sportsocracy, brought to you by Ingles Markets and ClarissaSellsWNC.com here on 92.9, 880, and 1400. Today's Daily Draft, Jake and I wanted to play a, a fun football game. Because, see, here's the thing. We're, we're, foot, we're football guys. Oh, yeah. You know, Tank tries to throw in the uh, NBA stuff. Yeah, I blame it on him. You know why? Because he ain't here to defend himself. <laughs> it's much easier that way. I grew up without any brothers and sisters, but I watched my friends that had them. It's easy to blame the kid that ain't here to defend himself. So, we're looking around the NFL. We've been doing the offseason files. We've been talking about all these teams and, and holes that they can still have on the roster and, and, and things like that. So, we wanted to go back and forth here in the Daily Draft on best remaining free agents there's still a slew of guys oh, all right yeah. we're, we're off we're after the beginning of june you've had some roster moves you got some guys and you're gonna have more moves in the preseason you'll have guys that don't make the 53-man roster that wind up contributing on other rosters but in terms of guys that are available in free agency right now we're going to draft them six for jake six for myself and we're going to come up with where would be the best place for them to land jake as the uh, your first day man of the board, first of all, doing a commendable job. I appreciate it, Jim. Markedly better than I would do by myself. I've watched news know Mark Starling try to do this by himself and secret out. I <laughs> would have taken the week off myself. So we appreciate you and <laughs> yes, all sir. that you do. And you, my friend, have the number one pick. So the action is to you. Well, there's obviously two guys that are definitely going to go one and two here. I Where are they, though? Uh... I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for. Obviously, I got to go DeAndre Hopkins. So that would be if you had your choice of any anybody's left on the market to beat DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Let me tell you something right now. When he's healthy, top three wide receiver in the league. But that's the question: is is he going to be healthy? Does that's the a- does the the PD suspension bother you? Do it, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of things about DeAndre Hopkins, and he's 31 years old. Yeah. All right, we talk about the show on the uh, on the show a lot. There, there is a reason that you don't see a lot of 31 year old receivers. Mm-hmm. It's because the the body doesn't age well when you've taken this level of beating. We've also said you don't take PEDs to get stronger. You get P, you take PEDs to get healthy. There's a big difference in those two things, which is why I've never been a moralist and been all that upset that people did it. I understand why you had to be punished for it, but I don't really care that you did it. Mm-hmm. If you had to choose a landing spot for DeAndre Hopkins, what would it be? You know, everyone's talking about going to New England. I would really, really like to see him. This is a wild card here in Tennessee. I feel like you have no nobody above the age of, what, 27 on that roster? It's a, it's a young roster. Um, Traylon Burks is, is currently slated to be the one. Kyle Phillips is his second year as well. 
slot guy at a UCLA that I really yeah. liked. I can't look at Tennessee because, all right, here's where I go with a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. Is signing him going to make you a contender for blank? All right, so when people hear contender, <laughs> they think you're talking about, are, are they a Super Bowl contender? I don't necessarily need you to be a Super Bowl contender. Is it going to take you to another level? To me, with Tennessee, that answer is no. Because they ain't better than Jacksonville anyway, and you're not getting out of that division unless you win it. Sorry. You're, no, you're, you're culture in the same boat. Yeah. No, I understand. But if I had to go with another team, I've been always eyeing down him going to Cleveland. I feel like that would be very special as well. Team I went with Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore. Uh, yeah, Tank loves Donovan Peoples-Jones, but DeAndre Hopkins, I feel like at this point, is a lot better than Donovan Peoples-Jones. Cleveland makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He has a relationship with Deshaun Watson. They were good together in Houston. Here would be my question on, on Cleveland. Do you not have enough targets as it is? Oh, you do. You got Amari Cooper as your one. I think Elijah Moore is probably going to be the steal of the offseason as your slot guy. Mm-hmm. You got Donovan Peoples-Jones. You invested a draft pick in Cedric Tillman, and you've got David Njoko. Didn't even mention David Bell that you took in the third round last year. Yeah, and he's, he's going to pop at some point. I think Cleveland has enough weapons. And that was one of the – this was one of the impetus of, a, uh, of us talking about this, that two dark horse teams – have come out of the woodwork, according to ESPN Sal Palantonio, on DeAndre Hopkins. The Cleveland Browns are one, and then there's my answer. It's the Carolina Panthers. He's from close to here. Yeah. This would be his hometown team. Yeah. And he's their definitive one. And that fixes a problem I've had with Carolina. I didn't think he would have any interest. And I'm not going to lie to you, this could be his – agency his representation using carolina using cleveland two places that make a lot of sense to drive up the price because i can tell you definitively i've been told by people in the league that he's not getting the numbers that he wants mm-hmm. there's a lot of incentives and a lot of escalators and things like that and that's not necessarily always after but if he's serious about this to me the carolina panthers is a team that makes the most sense i think so as well but the only thing that scares me about that is you already have adam thielen Do you adam have- thielen's 413 years old that's what and I'm he saying. plays best in the slot. Yeah, no, but I'm saying you have Adam Thielen, you have DeAndre Hopkins. Do you want to risk it for two players? That- for a year. But for me, it's just for a year. Okay. I, I, I drafted a guy okay. in Jonathan Mingo that I think can be – I think that can be the one down the line. I said I thought he was one of the sleepers of the draft. Yeah. I told you coming into the draft that this is a kid that's going to go higher than you think, and he did. He went right behind that first run of receivers at the start of the second round. Now, he did not run a complex route tree at Ole Miss – I don't know how quickly he will adjust to the league, but I know I got that in my hip pocket. And now I can slot him as the four. I've got DJ Chark. I've got uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Terrace Marshall, LaVisca Chenault, and I can bring Jonathan Mingo along slowly. If I'm Carolina, I would go to his representation and go, I don't know if you're using me. I don't know if I'm being used as a as a chess piece. The New England thing never made sense to me but because of Bill. Yeah. Him and Bill O'Brien had a bad relationship in Houston. That is not a spicy take. That's not me hypothesizing. That is a fact. It is a documented fact. And to tell me that they're just ready to kiss and make up three years later, I don't buy it. I also look at New England and go, that's not changing you. DeAndre Hopkins does not make you a wild card contender any more than you are right now because you're going to win by running the ball and by playing good defense. Yeah, I do feel like I would feel better about Carolina winning this division with DeAndre Hopkins than I currently do. Oh, I do too. 100%. 100%. So that leads you with the second pick. I take DeAndre Hopkins. Who are you going to take here? 
Okay, I, I got to take Dalvin Cook, even though he's <laughs> running back, and I don't really want to. There are a ton of running backs still left on this market. It is very obvious to me why he has not gotten the numbers that he would really be looking for. There's also not just a clear-cut fit. Yeah. The Jets make some sense to me. I like Miami. My, but why? He's going to be your fifth running back. You're going to carry five running backs on a 53-man roster. It doesn't make any sense to me. I would it's drop Jeff Wilson sense. to get Dalvin Cook. doesn't make any sense to me. Because you're going to pay him money as a depth piece, then why did you sign him? You could have had Dalvin Cook. This is the thing that's always bothered me about Dalvin Cook. Miami could have had him in the offseason. This was the worst-kept secret on the planet that Minnesota wanted to move on from Dalvin Cook. But the money, the money, the money, I, I got that. You can restructure those things. If he wanted to get to Miami so bad, there was a way to do that. And it wouldn't have cost a great deal more than what Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson did. So why'd you do it? There's no new information here. Yeah. When you hear hoof beats, it makes a lot more sense to assume horses and zebras. The team I look at is the Buffalo Bills. I like it. Because I feel like they have four rotational pieces that have one attribute that I really like, but there's not a bell cow here. There's not a guy I can count on. I mean, I think James Cook, his brother, can be really good, but that's a projection. And so if I can get a no-doubt starter in this league even if it's only on a one-year deal i'm doing it i'm doing it i'm not gonna think about it i like the fit i like the fit in buffalo so that leaves you with the number three pick is this close to you no like it is drops there, off is there somebody that you really hope i don't take right here yeah is it marcus peters gosh yeah it was marcus yeah because <laughs> to me this is where the drop off no, it's happens. A, yeah, it's a huge drop off here I don't – and look, I know he's a head case. I know he's been a bit of an issue he's in certain dog. places he's been. But, man, he's around the football a lot. Yeah. And he's a veteran player. And I just can't help but think that there is a team somewhere that could really use him. I've been screaming he should go back, go back to Baltimore for as long as I can remember. Oh, but we got Rocky Sin. Yeah, I said what I said and I meant what I said. <laughs> And I like Rocky Sin. No, 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 no. I don't. He, he's fine. I'm sure you don't. <laughs> yeah, that Yannick and Gakway Rocky Sin trade. That uh, I was like, I'm gonna kick you in the in the pants, and then you kick me in the pants, and we'll see who falls down first. Uh, I, I just look at Marcus Peterson and go, "There's a team somewhere that can use him." Where would you say the best fit for Marcus Peters is? Honestly. I would put him in Indianapolis. And I'm not trying to be biased here. We literally Aren't just lost. You know? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. So Marcus Listen. Peters makes you what? Eight. What, what do you mean by that? You saw, and I'm not saying you have a hole at corner. I very much believe you. We do. have a huge hole at corner. I'm, and I don't understand why, and I'm not saying I understand why you would want to do it with the Colts. Yeah. I don't understand why he would want to do it. So I'm going to go to a team that's got a rookie quarterback that I'm not 100% sure can actually throw a football accurately and i'm gonna be in the middle of this team that at best is the second best team in the division which is the worst division in their conference and might be the second worst division in the nfl why would i do that if i'm if i'm 32 year old marcus peters well first off i think the oldest corner they have in the room is kenny moore right now and Mm -hmm. he's 26 27 years old Mm -hmm. you just drafted a bunch of, of rookie corners they drafted three of them in the draft they need someone to, you know, teach these young boys how to play corner. But, like, again, like Marcus Peters, he's getting old. 
why not take a chance with a team like this? So I, I'm kind of speaking out of both sides of my mouth here. Yeah. On a one-year deal, why not go to New England? You're losing Jack Jones. That is You're not going to be on the roster. Who's a better person? Who Who is a better coach in the NFL to rehab your image than Bill Belichick? No one. He it's goes and takes a side, shows that he can be a team guy, yeah. and then a year from now, maybe you actually get that one more bite at the apple. And, and I'm not saying that he makes them a contender. This is more self-indulgent for him. You had a corner you were expecting to be a, an integral part of your team that just disappeared. I need you to rehab my image because he has a behind-closed-doors reputation for being hard to deal with and not being a team player. That's why I'm fully believe that's why he's not in Baltimore. So I go through the 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 bill image rehab. Well, I like it. Another one that makes sense to me is the New York Giants. Yeah. Yeah, we've got Deontay Banks, but I can bring him along slower with uh, Marcus Peters. Yeah. And I love Deontay Banks. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Well, right, one more pick before the uh, before we take the commercial break. Jake, it'll be your second selection. Second selection here again. You are looking at these free agents. There is a drop off. A lot of old people, but someone who catches my eye here. At a position we don't really talk about a lot. Are you about to throw a kicker out there? No. Matt Ioannidis. I don't hate that one. I I, I really don't. I really think that he could make a big impact to a team that is missing some some front four, front three pressure, uh, and a a run stopper as well. Uh, Matt Ioannidis, when I look at who could have a fit, is the team we just talked about, the Chicago Bears. The Bears are going to be pretty consistent. At least if the board falls the way I think it is, they might be my answer on both the guys I draft next. Yeah, Because they need – this team I feel like has done a good job of rehabbing the talent on the roster. Now you need to start rounding off the form with some veterans. Yeah, And Matt Ioannidis is younger than people think. 29. He's 29 years old. And I value him to be a really good football player in certain situations. His best fit is a three, is a three four defensive end. Said that for years, but he can do practically anything. Yeah, he's a talented player, and I'm frankly I'm shocked he's not on a roster. I am too, but he played a pretty decent part in Washington and Carolina, no doubt. Got to pay a few bills. Take a quick break here on ESPN Radio Asheville. We'll be back right after this with the second half of the best remaining free agents daily draft. Stick with us. The sports. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Daily draft time here in the happy hour. It's it's quitting time. You're driving to your house. You got nowhere to go. Hang out here with the ESPN Draft Nerd, myself, and the intern Jake, as we draft the best remaining free agents across the NFL landscape. We're through two rounds. Uh, the intern Jake has DeAndre Hopkins and Matt Ioannidis. I have Dalvin Cook and Marcus Peters. I feel like I'm off to a formidable start. You are, you are off to but a But there start. is a guy that I don't want you to take. So, hopefully... Uh, I had my, Matt Ioannidis on my list a little bit later, but the guy that I wanted with my next set of picks. So hopefully you don't take the guy that I'm eyeing right now. I honestly don't know if you are eyeing this guy, but I feel like this guy can address a huge need on one team. I've seen the upside from him. Let's talk about playoff Lenny. Leonard Fournette. I can definitively say that is not who I was talking about. <laughs> 
That's the, of all the running backs, Fournette's the one you would want. I like Fournette a lot. Ahead of Kareem Hunt. Now, the only thing that scares me with Kareem Hunt is the off-field issues. And I'm not trying to diminish <laughs> what he did, but that's the only thing, to my knowledge, he's ever done in his life. Yeah, but still, like, obviously, yes, Kareem Hunt, if he finds the right spot. But I, I don't see Kareem Hunt as a one anywhere. I think Man, Leonard I Fournette. Well, well, that's okay to uh, disagree. It is okay to disagree. But I think Leonard Fournette would fill a huge vacancy in one place that you've been talking so much crap about, the Minnesota Vikings. If he went there, he would take the number one spot as a running back, and then you would probably feel a lot better about that offense. Would I, though? I think Leonard Fournette or Alexander Madison. It's closer than you think. No way. It's closer than you think. No way. Now you got to say, I've been, I was a truther on Leonard Fournette before he ever left Jacksonville. Mm. Of his name is hiding a lot of deficiencies here. Uh, and then in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady hid a lot of deficiencies. I have long said if Leonard Fournette's name was Cam Akers, he would <laughs> probably have never been in that second stint in Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. he probably never would have been the unquestioned starter. He has a he literally has a reputation as being a better player than he is. He's a stat accumulator. He was great for fantasy football. He has to me not been a great running back basically ever in the NFL. Ever? Ever. Ever. I think he's the most overrated player probably in my lifetime. Oh, he had a thousand yards. Do you know how many opportunities it took to get him there? Yeah, but he was, I mean, he had, he was a focal point in that Jacksonville Jaguars offense when they went to the AFC Championship. Obviously, it was his rookie year. For a year. Yeah. And then he fell off a cliff, and he's continued to fall off that cliff quite often. Oh, but he was good with Tom Brady. Name me a running back that wasn't good with Tom Brady. Rex Burkhead was good with, was. with Tom Brady. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Uh, oh, look at that law firm. That's, that's, that's a deep dive. I'm a, I'm a fan of it. <laughs> Uh, definitively, I can say Leonard Fournette was not the guy that I was looking at. That's okay. So I'm going to go double edge here. Jadevian Clowney mm-hmm. and Yannick Ngakwe. I was looking at And Yannick frankly, if I'm, the Chi- if I'm the Chicago Bears, I'm calling them both. Oh, well, they haven't been as good as I expected them to be. Are they better than what you have right now? Yes. The answer is yes. Are they going to come reasonably cheaply? The answer is yes. And I will just throw some veteran leadership at that defense and I think it sets me in a – I have the same – loosely the same problem with Jadavion Clowney that I have with Leonard Fournette. The expectations on them because of the name coming out, yeah. they've never lived up to that. doesn't mean they've been awful. The difference is that Jadavion Clowney wasn't who we expected him to be, and he gets just derided for that. And, well, you couldn't even play on the opposite side of Miles Garrett and rack up sacks. No, he was fine. If his name was anything else, you would think he was a serviceable edge rusher in this league. Yannick Ngakwe had one unbelievable year in in, uh, Minnesota, and it just put people's brains in the wrong place with him. He's not a a 12-sack-a-year guy. He's an impactful, situational pass rusher. And I look at Chicago and go, if I'm them, I would love to have both. Well, those are two great selections. I really was going to take Yannick Ngakwe, but it's okay because I'm going to go back to the running back position, take the guy we were just talking about. Let's take Kareem Hunt. You know where he fits best for me? 
I think it's in the NFC South. I think he could go to Carolina or he could go to New Orleans. And I think New Orleans could be... New Orleans makes a lot of sense. Uh, it could if, be huge. If they get wind from the league that the Kamara thing is going to take longer than you think, he would be a, a very apt replacement. Look, he's going to come cheap. He just is. At this point, NFL running backs know when you get to 28 years old, you're, you have become a contract killer. That's what you are. And we will do this one year at a time until you prove to us that you can't do it anymore, and that's when we put you out to pasture. Kareem Hunt has not done that yet, and he's still got way more tread on the tires than you would expect out of a 28-year-old running back. You compare him to Ezekiel Elliott, it's not even close. And they're, I think, two months apart in overall age. So I, 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 I don't disagree with you on Hunt. Uh, the For me, the location on him would be He's another one I would consider in Buffalo, but I think he's kind of a hat on a hat with James Cook. The, Kareem Hunt, to me, is what I would rather see the Jets do. Mm-hmm. That gives me another back that could, if if Brees Hall's not completely ready, he can take over as between-the-tackles guy. If Michael Carter were to get dinged up, he could take over as pass-catcher guy. He's a, a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades, and I, to me, I would rather have him, if I'm a Jet, for the cost than Dalvin Cook. Because one is markedly more expensive than the other. Mm-hmm. Well, next up here, with the number nine pick, I think I'm going to have to go corner. I'm going to have to go corner since you took Marcus Peters from me. I'm going to take Casey Hayward. And I think... Casey Hayward is a great call. I think Hayward, when you're looking at the teams up and down the board, to make an immediate impact... Mm, what about Jacksonville? I don't mind that. I don't mind it. They like bigger corners. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not necessarily sure that they would go that route. I wouldn't hate a, a reunion with the Chargers with Casey Hayward. I wouldn't either. I, I think he plays nicely in the slot. He can. He's malleable. You can move him around. Um, th- there's a lot of things that you can do there. I just, it, To me, if I'm Casey Hayward, I'm at an age where you have an opening as a slot guy and you're a Super Bowl contender. I'm in. Call me. Yeah. Uh, two things from our YouTube chat. GG Gambling asked, why hasn't anyone said Hunt to Kansas City? That reunion would be huge. No, I was thinking about that, though. Well, the problem is but they really believe in Pacheco. Yeah. They really believe in McKinnon. Not really a spot for him. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you've got the the PR hit. Uh, and Dave Kyle said, can't wait to see Tank's picture of Jeremy when he's on vacation. And my response to that is, he would have to figure out how to put it on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never told him that. And I'm never going to. So that leads you with the uh, number 10 pick. It does. Um, my first one's Dalton Risner, mm. uh, the guard from the Denver Broncos, because I feel like that's a plug and play yeah. if I'm if I'm in need of, of a guard piece. Where that is, yeah, I, I almost want to say with the Jets. Almost want to say with the Jets, just in case things don't go hunky-dunky and I have to kick Elijah Vera Tucker out to, to tackle. He did play well last year uh, underneath Nathaniel Hackett, and, and he's just a good player overall. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and there's a slew of other teams that could use him. And I really I don't want to do this, but I'm going to. It's John Johnson. Oh my! Are you serious? You're taking everybody now, yeah. huh? Yeah, I'm, you're uh, taking everybody that I'm looking. Uh, names down. on the door for a reason. Yeah, that's it's a good not because it's not because I'm a moron. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, 
And my thought is, was he great in Cleveland last year? No. No, but name me the player for that Cleveland defense that was as great as you expected him to be. No one. And so you're, you're taking a shot on a guy that's 27 years old. And I'll take the flyer based off what I've seen him do in the past. Oh, my gosh. What are you, what are you leaving me with, all these scraps over here? I mean, uh, there are a lovely set of kickers that you can have for the low, low price <laughs> of just nine ninety nine. Really, I am down Robbie Gold here. No, I do like Robbie Gold, but I'm not going to take him with this last pick. Number 12 pick. Oh, man, he got in the news the other day for killing a bear. Oh, good Lord. Give me you're going, Carson you're Wentz. Going, you're going my ginger brother. Let's go. Okay, now, right, as a Colts all, fan, I hate him. You know that. Uh, 100%. Right, I first of all, him. he killed a black bear with a bow and arrow. That's it impressive. Is, it is legal to do there, okay? Just facts don't care about your feelings. You don't like it, that's fine. You go to your message board and complain about it. He didn't do anything illegal. I'm not going to deride him for that. Now, I am not a fan of killing black bears. They're very mm. cute and they're very cuddly and... Uh, Jody Williams, our buddy with Help Asheville Bears, does a great job of helping bears here around the area, so it's not something I would do. But he didn't do anything illegal. As your, like, let's say Wentz is done being a starter. Do you feel comfortable with Wentz being a backup quarterback in this league? Yes. I do too. But is there a team that you feel like he could be the backup and potentially be the starter where one of his former teammates is at? I don't know who you're talking no, about. No, it's okay. It wouldn't make any sense, but I just want to say it. I would rather have Carson Wentz as the backup in Atlanta than Taylor Heineke. I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I'll take Taylor Heineke 100 times out of 100. See, that's just where I disagree here. I just do, I do not like Taylor Heineke. I think he's too small. And I think Carson Wentz Heineke at least is, has some upside, especially when you have a run-first offense. Well, and I should say I wouldn't like Heineke in a lot of – in many other places. Yeah. I, I don't mind him in Atlanta because he's a vet guy that's got starts under his belt, and I think he can play within the confines of that Arthur Smith offense. I'm not sure Carson Wentz can. Carson Wentz at this point runs like Frankenstein, <laughs> and I don't – I mean, and I know he had the, the horrific knee injury. And, and the I, ankles in Indy. And yeah, and he's I – mean, <laughs> Both ankles at he the same time. It, 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 frankly, we need to get him a cup of whole milk uh, <laughs> to help with the development of his bones because uh, they're apparently made of popsicle sticks. Yeah. I don't mind Carson Wentz, frankly. I and I, I think I said this earlier in the offseason. If I didn't say it on this show, I said it on another. I would not mind having Carson Wentz behind one of these young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I'm looking directly at Tennessee. Like if you if the Ryan Tannehill thing goes sideways, you can't find a way to get him renegotiate the deal behind Levis to tell him how the pitfalls of being the man mm-hmm. can catch you. Because I think Carson Wentz is going to be one of those guys that down the line says, I believed my own hype. I did not work as hard as I should have, and it caught up to me. Oh, yeah. Because he was infinitely talented. There was a time that I said I would rather have Carson Wentz than any quarterback in the NFL. Now, that was a long time ago. But the injuries and obviously like the the locker room issues with Carson Wentz, that's just what is his downfall. No no doubt. And I think he can be a good backup for somebody. Yeah. I, I just don't know what that fit is. But it very well could happen before the uh, before the season starts. All right, 
first daily draft of just me and Jake in the book. We got books. We got two more of those. We're preempted tomorrow by the Atlanta Braves. We'll be here Thursday and Friday before Tank comes back from his vacation. And yes, we're going to change the picture of Tank on the stream every day because I'm a jerk and I'm the only one that knows how to do that. Uh, even intern Jake doesn't know how to do that. But he's a smart lad, and I feel like if I told him he could, pro- or if he was left alone with the device, he could probably figure it out. I'll also say there's a password on that device that he does not know. So, <laughs> summing it up, I got Dalvin Cook, Marcus Peters, Jadevian Clowney, Yannick Ngakwe, Dalton Risner, John Johnson, the intern Jake, DeAndre Hopkins, Matt Ioannidis, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Casey Hayward, and Carson Wentz. When we come back, it's time for the most important message of the day, and this will be the first time that I've ever had to say that part and say the most important message of the day. It's just a thing. Uh, and we will discuss the Cleveland Browns offseason files. Maybe not a team in the NFL that I feel is much better about right now compared to where I felt 365 days ago than the Cleveland Browns. I'll tell you why. Coming up next. I never get to say It's time for the most important message of the day. Let's head over to Dundin, Florida. As guys, we're always looking at the news, and you see what? A Florida man. What did a Florida man do this time? Something crazy. Probably that's what they do. That's what they do. So a Florida homeowner. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just too much for me. So they have this Florida or a homeowner has pool cleaners that come over to their house. Okay. They do as about, you do. About twice a week. So the pool cleaner was a little late this one day. And came at 9 p.m. The family was little Don't do that. It's bad, 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 bad. <laughs> I don't know this story, and I already vaguely know where it's headed. So the family noticed a man that they did not recognize. And so they locked the door, and they told the husband that there was a random person on their property. The homeowner yelled for the person to get out and go away. And then he heard noises. The former lieutenant colonel from the Army grabbed his AR-15 rifle from the bedroom closet, and fired shots at the victim. Little to know, it was actually the pool cleaner. Ooh. Yeah, if you hear a noise in the woods, the the first, um, your first thought should probably not be to grab the bang, 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 bang. Bang, bang. I understand. Uh, shoot in there. Hey, go away. <laughs> so, how about this? Mm, he fired 30 rounds in 90 seconds. That's that's a lot. And he did not hit him one time. That's not good. You should be better with your bang, bang, bang. And it, I mean, I'm glad you're not because yeah, you would yeah, accidentally definitely. shot your pool guy. So it looks like that the pool worker was just struck by glass, not struck by a shot. And the sheriff's office said, it's lawful, but awful. Don't bring out the bang, bang, bang. When you don't know what you're bang, 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 bang at. <laughs> it's bad. My story comes from Las Vegas, Nevada. It's about 23-year-old Eric Gutierrez. And Mr. Gutierrez, is he, he's an entrepreneur. He's got a spirit about him. He's trying to do stuff out there. He called the Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. He told them that he, he called the cage which if you know anything about casinos, the cage is where what is all the money. He called them and said he needed $320,000 for an emergency payment to the fire department in order to check fire extinguishers and other gear. 
That's red flag number one. Oh, yeah. Number, uh, red flag number two is that when he did this, he said the reason that he was asking for it is because he was the owner of the casino. 23-year-old man, not the owner of this <laughs> casino. Not. I feel Definitely very sure not. of that. Unless it was left to him in a will, and I feel like you would know that. So, they go, uh-oh, we, we got to have the, the fire extinguishers updated. Got to make sure that the building doesn't burn down. Let's go get the money out of the safe. And not only did they give him $320,000 for emergency payment to the fire department, they gave him $1.17 million in cash during off-site exchanges because they thought he was the owner. The level of stupid in that oh, yeah. is hard to comprehend. First of all, you never pay the the, the fire department will never ask for three hundred twenty thousand dollars for your fire extinguishers. <laughs> Second of all, how did you convince them to give you the other eight hundred and fifty thousand? I don't understand that. And, and, and he's twenty three years he's old. He's twenty three. He was arrested Sunday. They recovered eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars of it. But police do not know where $314,000 of it went. And just, you know, me being, I always say, when you hear hoofbeats, it makes a lot more sense to assume horses than zebras. You gave a man $1.17 million in Las Vegas, Nevada. I can think of no less than seven things that you could spend over a quarter of a million dollars on in just a handful of days. And guess what? You ain't getting the money back for not an area one of them. Mm -mm. There is not a refund policy for any of the things that I am actively thinking about. Because <laughs> there's things that are legal in Nevada that are not uh -huh. legal in other places. And this is not like layaway at Walmart. This is cash up front, and I'm not giving it back to you. Oh, I'm just, man. okay, if you're an employee, look, I understand. Jake is, is probably the only 20-year-old I've ever met that has a, a full 100% common sense radar. Mm -hmm. If somebody calls you and says, I'm the owner of a business, you should take out a mess of cash. You should probably ask somebody before you hand it over that's common sense well as is so eloquently said in our youtube comments by the username of one of our lovely listeners common sense ain't so common it's not i just can't believe that how do you uh, how do you get across and is this person fired for that oh without be. beyond a shadow of a doubt. i would just love to know the explanation for that um why is the cage down $1.17 million? Um, the owner of the casino, he, he, I gave it to him. What car was he driving? A, a 2006 Kia Rio. <laughs> what are you, stupid? Like, this is a billion-dollar hotel. Yeah. He had a donut on his car, stupid. Do you think the, do you think the owner of this hotel is driving that clunker? What do you think? This is undercover boss and he's trying to hide himself in clear sight? The owner of a hotel is not going to say, hey, I need a lot of my cash. No way. You know, we get to a point in this world where, I, I, I swear to you, I'm, I'm a 36-year-old man and I think the average IQ has dipped no less than 20 points in the last 10 years. Because I see so many of these stories. Well, he asked for it. And 
So what? People ask me for money all the time, and you know what I do? Don't roll my window down. This is the Sportsocracy. I'm the ESPN draft nerd, Jeremy Green. He's the intern, Jake. Right after this break, we'll come back with the offseason files of the Cleveland Browns and wrap it up with a a little recap of what we've learned today. Jake with things from the 90s. Me of things of the day. Stick with us here on 92.9 ESPN Radio Asheville, 880 and 1400. Brought to you by Ingalls Markets and Clarissa Sales, WNC.com. This is your time. The Sportocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. Oh, it's go home time here in the Sportocracy. It's go home show. We're preempted tomorrow by the Atlanta Braves. You'll be able to hear some great Braves baseball, and I'm going to play a little golf and Jake, you got any plans for the for the day off? I'm probably gonna probably gonna play some FIFA and maybe watch some soccer. Uh, yep, those are something uh, that you won't do. hundred uh, percent. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> let's see, things I would do before that. Um, schedule my own colonoscopy uh, to be done by someone that doesn't have a medical license. Uh, I would I would do that before I would. Now playing the FIFA game, I can get down with. Uh, that's fun. No, I FIFA's... don't understand it. I know who none of the players are. Not a lot of people do, but yeah, again, I, it's just a game. Well, see, I always play the my career mode. So oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, I got transferred to to what? A, a correctional facility? Uh, <laughs> that's the only time I I don't I don't know what the transfer means. Did they sign me or trade me or would they, use words that I understand? <laughs> words that I understand. The Cleveland Browns are pretty good at football, and they're going to score a whole mess of points. I, I look. I'm on record as saying Deshaun Watson caught a lot of flack last year, and and much of it deserved. I'm only talking about what happened on the field. I don't think there's a player on the planet that could, that could have gone through that and not been clunky. There was going to be rust, and I feel like we now we're chalking it up to that's who he is instead of it had basically been almost two full years before he'd been on the field. Oh yeah. Now you look at all the things that have been added. I don't have a single fear of the offense. Do you? No, the offense looks great to me. Obviously, one of the best running backs in the NFL, Nick Chubb, and then Amari Cooper. Elijah Moore is going to be breakout. And Tank's favorite wide receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones. And David Njoku. And Cedric Tillman. I could just go on. I really could. Oh, it's it's a very, very good. It looks great. It's a very good team. Here's my question. Mm Mm-hmm. With the the hiring of Jim Schwartz to take over the defense, yes, can we get that back to what it's supposed to look like as opposed to what it looked like last year? I feel like you have the pieces. I, I do too. You know, uh, Jeremiah Usukoromo. I love Anthony Walker, and and the secondary, ee, the safeties are okay, but uh, well, I mean Grant Delpit's but, but terrible at football. Yeah, well, I you, could argue this is the best group of corners in the NFL. Oh yeah, and I don't, Lord, and, it's, and it's really not that no. deep of an argument. No, it's. Oh, not. you forgot Martin Emerson, who might be the best of the three. Oh yeah. I, now, not necessarily like now. I'm talking about for the long term. Yeah. I love this secondary, and I think with Okoronkwo, who you signed from the Houston Texans, cannot believe they let him get out of the building, and the additions of Dalvin Tomlinson, and all the things that you've done to the interior. The problem with Cleveland is you can bleed them like a catfish running the ball. They want to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And so their games often – I remember the one in the snow with New Orleans, which was oh, eye broccoli. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, That was like watching two blood relatives hit each other in the face with wiffle ball bats. It was like like n- you don't even know who to root for. Yeah. I just – I want this to stop. Give me all hug and be family. Yeah, this is just <laughs> awful. Yeah, the wind chill that day was not pretty. No, and it was, it was ugly football, and there was way more of Taysom Hill than you wanted there to be. Yeah. I, so when – and we'll be doing – 
in the kickoff to the football season after we return from the 4th of July, we'll be doing a power ranking, uh, our official first power ranking, which will come up not long before the beginning of the season. And I've started doing some preliminary research on that. I don't know if there's a tougher team in the NFL to rank than Cleveland. I think you're right there. There's not a number between 5 and 15 that I would gristle at. And yes, I can get them that high. Uh, I think 15. No. 15's I, too low. I, for I, me. Yeah. No, no, I mean, no, I'm not going to yell at you for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, it, at that point, you're looking at... I'm always cautious when people are beholden to the most recent thing that they've seen. Yeah. And I feel like that's the only way that you can look at a... What is it, Deshaun's 27? He's young. That's the only way you can look at that quarterback and go, he's not at least vaguely what we thought he was. And now he's got weapons. Elijah Moore was the the most underutilized asset in the NFL. And now he's got a chip on his shoulder. You're going to be able to run the ball. The offensive line is phenomenal. They I mean, Jedrick Wills wasn't South. great last year. I mean, don't get me wrong. Jedrick Wills was not great last year. Yeah. I think there are some reasons for that. Uh, nagging injury was one. Uh, lack of chemistry with Deshaun Watson. A lot of upheaval around the offense. And a lot of other people around the team. I think he goes back to what he was. I never thought he was a top eight left tackle in the league. But I thought he was the top half of the league. Last year he was terrible. And so if you get the improvement there, the defense gets back to where it's supposed to be. This is one of those teams that on on paper looks borderline impossible to beat. Because all they're going to have to do, you have arguably the best pass rusher in the league. You've got all this defensive talent. I love the Juan Thornhill edition. Mm-hmm. Joe Johnson just did not seem to fit, or John Johnson, excuse me, did not seem to fit with this team and this scheme. And for me, about the only place to attack is you're still a little thin on the interior. I'm not sure that Perry and Winfrey is going to make this team. I'm not sure he should make this team, to be really honest with you. But Grant Delpit is still the one that screams at me. Oh. Man, I wish you could find a strong safety somewhere because he is so bad. I think the only thing when you look at Cleveland is is how is their schedule going to pan out. You look, the AFC North is one of the strongest divisions in football this year. Am I wrong? It might be the strongest top to bottom. If it's not, it's in the top three. Well, there you go. You play the AFC North, but you also play the AFC South, which could be Three wins right there. Could be four wins. But you know you're going to you're going to be at least two teams from your division. Definitely. I think that they could split with Cincinnati like they always do. They could split with Pittsburgh. They could split with Baltimore. And then you look at their non conference schedule, you gotta play San Francisco. Uh, Arizona. That's the daunting. Da- the, but yeah. the, the the fact you're playing the NFC West helps because there's two that, well, there's two that scare you, and they and get one of those at home. That are, yeah. And then there's two that you go, I don't care if we play this on the moon. <laughs> uh, and, and satisfied Browns fans said exactly where I was headed to tie this all together. That's because our head coach has the IQ of a Nissan hubcap. And that's the thing. I think the biggest, my biggest question about the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. is, is Kevin Stefanski a good coach? Is he a good head coach or was he just a good offensive coordinator that we've overvalued because he's going really high into analytics and there's not been a lot of, there's not been a lot of success. And so I would argue he's on one of the hottest seats in the league and 
he needs to start quick. Uh, last of the day, Captain Obvious in our YouTube comments said, best group of corners. Jeremy, are you drunk? Not yet. Give me about an hour and we'll talk about it. Things we learned today. Jake learned uh, about AIM, ASL, all kinds of things. We will have a shirt in our merch store tomorrow <laughs> that steers into that that I think basically anybody that's about my age will really enjoy. Don't forget to sign up for the Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft Contest. Uh, I said that information will be out yesterday. Got a little distracted. Apologies. Uh, it'll be out this afternoon on all the social medias. Uh, preempted tomorrow by the Braves. Enjoy uh, a day off of not having to listen to my big stupid voice. Uh, and we will reconvene right here at 3 o'clock on Thursday. Jake, myself, Sportsocracy. See you Thursday. This is your Exergen Temporal Scan.